If you're into designer furniture and you want the sofa that broke the internet, you don't have to go broke to get it. Because Designer Looks Furniture has all the same styles and trends and all the quality, but without the designer prices. Check them out. Designer Looks at American Signature Furniture or designerlooks.com. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your host, Rita and Mel. Hi everyone and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. So it's going off outside. Fireworks are going yeah. off. That means it's, it's Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> celebrating us. Uh, yeah, well actually it's November, so fireworks naturally go off and yeah. also we hear that you all have a new president, everyone in the United States. Yeah. For us in Europe, same old. <laughs> COVID lockdown. Yeah, lockdown. <laughs> COVID lockdown. Uh, anyway, this month is that you're not the question. Down. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so this month, this week, um, we are speaking to Jay Worm. So Jay Worm is a rapper and MC who is releasing a new EP, which will be out soon. And a long-time friend of Rhyme Entertainment. Um, you know, again, nearly ten years. We've yeah. been. Was in the magazine. Yeah, it was in the magazine mm-hmm. for those of you who read the magazine. But uh, but yeah, so it's such an honour to speak to him again and for him to be a guest on this uh, this week's show. And guess what? What? More inspiration. Oh, of course. Of course. But that's usual now, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Everyone's inspired. Anyway, we're not going to keep talking no. any further. Watch the interview. Watch the interview. See you soon. Bye. <laughs> everyone and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. Today our special guest is Jay Worm who is a rap artist and MC. Welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase, Jay Worm. Thank you, thank you for having me, I appreciate it. You're welcome. welcome. Glad to be here. <laughs> Excellent. So tell us about your journey growing up and when did you start rapping? Oh, okay, well I grew up in Yuma, Arizona, in the United States. Uh, it's a small city in Arizona, southwest, really close to the border of Mexico. Um, we're about three hours from Phoenix and three hours from San Diego, so nice little in-between. Yeah. Uh, growing up, uh, I was always really into to music. Um, not just hip-hop, just all kind of types of music, the reggae, the rock. Um, and then, you know, later on, all, alternative rock, the grunge era, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but I was really, really drawn into hip-hop uh, at an early age. I'd say about five years old because my, uh, my uncle, who is about 11 years older than me, yeah. uh, was listening to Beastie Boys, Run DMC, uh, yeah. Eric B. and Rakim, like all the, all the early midnight, er, I'm sorry, excuse me, mid-80s hip-hop, you know, like where it was like, kind of the golden era yeah. uh, where it started getting introduced to everybody and uh, just it stuck with me all the way through elementary school, junior high, high school and then obviously after you know turn it into an adult and get into it but yeah I was always always attracted to it just the, the culture um, you know the, the clothes the just just everything about it was awesome to me 
Yeah, yeah. Was there any particular influence that kind of triggered you to maybe start writing your own rap material, or was that something that came along a little bit later? Um, I was, I'd say I was a late bloomer uh, compared to most of my peers. Uh, a lot of my friends were doing it in high school, in high, like, you know, sophomore, junior year in high school. And I was just kind of a spectator at that time, you know. Um, I didn't get started till I was 22, I believe, years old. 22 years old, I believe. So I think it was 2004, 2005-ish is when um, I got started by freestyling. I was kind of pushed into a, a freestyle circle, you know, a cypher circle. And uh, just from there, it went went from freestyling to all of a sudden I started writing writing lyrics, you know, to a beat. Sometimes even not even to a beat, just just kind of writing, just writing to make up my own little my own little flow, I guess you could say. What when you're writing lyrics, what what inspires you, or is it just like anything at at the time that comes in? Um. Well, back then it was mostly just trying to rhyme words because I just started. So uh, I didn't really have like a, um, a concept to how to how to write. My my best friend actually got me into it. Uh, Plan B. Um, he's was probably one of the most phenomenal freestyles I ever heard in my life, and he's the one that actually pushed me into my first cypher circle. And um, like I well, what I was trying to say is I, I didn't really have a I guess you could say uh, a style yet. I was still kind of finding myself uh, yeah. as far as writing. And uh, I, I just would write rhymes. Didn't really have any concept to it. Just, you know, here's 17, 18 bars, just rhyming words, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they didn't come till later on, I guess, hmm, say about probably a year after I started freestyle is when I started kind of getting into the whole okay, it's got to be a concept. There's got to have some structure to it. Yeah. And uh, it, it, my inspiration back then was just rhyming. Now I'd say it's pretty much everyday, everyday living, you know. Um, mm -hmm. I tend to write about more uh, personal things or uh, personal, um, uh, I guess you could say, things that have happened in my life before or more on the realistic side. Uh, also... It could be just me being creative and making up a story. You know, I mean, like that song I wrote, How It Is, you know. How It Is, yeah. That was, yeah. That was just something I came up with just because I thought it would be a cool story. And it is brilliant, yeah. Thank you, I appreciate it. You know, I actually found the um, the email you sent me years back of the, uh, I guess it was synopsis that you wrote, yeah. you guys wrote. Yeah. yeah, oh man, I was reading it and I was like, man, this would have been a great, great short film. We'll, we'll need to talk later yeah. about this because there's a few things mulling over in my head at the moment. Oh. For a while it has been, but I want to, yeah, I want to make, basic, we'll, we'll talk after this interview. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, J-Worm, I have not forgotten. It's, it's a dream. Okay, awesome. Because it'd be, it'd be a waste of uh, some, a great script. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, you know, putting it out there. Cool. Excellent. So coming back to music and, you know, from how it is. So you wrote your first song in 2005. Correct. Do you find that quite easy to do considering, you know, the focus was trying to rhyme first and then put some meaning? How did that go? It was, not gonna lie, it, was, it wasn't that easy. I mean, it didn't come as natural to me as most people 
I guess, uh, like my peers, like, like I said, those other guys I was hanging out with have been doing it for years. So it was just more like riding a bike. Like they got on and just started riding, riding me. It was more, I had to practice a lot. Definitely had to practice. And, uh, once I got, see, my thing is, <clears throat> excuse me. My thing is I always have trouble to this day, to this day, I have trouble writing the first line. The first line is always, all right, how are we going to start this? How is it going to go? Yeah. Yeah. First line, everything in between, pretty simple. The ending also is trouble. Like, okay, you start it with a bang. You got your, you got your body. How are you going to end it? It's got to be good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was how it was before. And even until now, it's, 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 that's my, my struggles is beginning and end. Yeah, I yeah. think that's a common thing. I don't think you're alone there. Even mm-hmm. for me when I yeah. write, and I'm sure it's for you yeah. as well. It is one of those things like, how do we begin? Like, yeah. do we start this idea. thing? Yeah. You've got the idea. We know what certain things you want to happen mm. in there, but where do you start and where do you end? It's yeah. common. Yeah, definitely feel you there. Yeah, excellent. So obviously you mentioned you know how writing lyrics has changed and more at the beginning it was more about the rhyming side of things how I'm just like obviously you know obviously I've never written rap you know I've done poetry but never but how is the rhyming still in with the story how how do you combine that or is rhyming not as important now um I'd say it's it's still pretty important because I like to be consistent as far as uh, having my rhymes hit the snare as, as, uh, on the song as, when the, along to the beat I guess you know what I mean um, but it's definitely more I think it's now it's a little more challenging because I'm trying to tell a story but still have a rhyming word that you know it's a yeah. pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's still pretty important to, to rhyme as far as the writing writing content. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would say yeah, definitely. I think yeah, like you said, trying to move with that beat and still get because it's a rhythm, isn't it? It's not necessarily yeah, you have to find, exactly. Yeah. You have to find the cadence that you're looking for, depending on the beat, the BPMs, the beats per minute. You know, you have to you have to figure out one, two, three, four, or if it's slower, one, two, three, four type of type of counting. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it definitely depends on, depends on the beat. Yeah, definitely. So you're currently doing a lot of solo, um, solo EPs, etc., and obviously in collab with other producers. So moving back to 2005, you were in a group called Boombox Typical, and that was for quite a while. I think what eight years, roughly. Um, Rough. Tell us about tell us about how did that come about? What was it like to be a part of a group? Well, um, we kind of started just kind of randomly, honestly, because um, the people that were in my group was uh, my cousin. He had just got out of the army, moved back to Yuma. He was already freestyling in the army. Wow. Um, and then my best friend, Matt, Plan B, um, he had been doing it in high, since high school, too. And we all kind of we all hung out together before prior to, you know, being a group. So we were constantly hanging out and they would always freestyle. They'd always freestyle. And, you know, I'd, I'd mess around with it. And, you know, like I told you before, I got pushed into a lot of circles and had to freestyle myself. And one day they were just like, hey, why don't we just start a group? I mean, we're all doing the same thing. We're, you know, mucking around and, you know, partying and 
you know, younger days when you're early 20s, you're partying, you're drinking, you're hanging out, you know, it's a house party or whatever, whatever have you. And uh, they were like, why don't we just start a group and start writing songs? And, and that's kind of how it started, just hanging out, chilling, you know, BSing. And then uh, went from there, we started writing uh, songs and recording them. Yeah. And uh, before you know it, we were, we, I think we did an open mic the first time. And it was, I was nervous because I, I had never performed in front of anybody. Yeah. These guys were pros at it already. So uh, we did an open mic and then from there we started doing a bunch of shows around town. And it was, it, you know, it was, it was a, a great time for me in my life because uh, I had my, I had my group to back me and, you know, I had their back and it, the camaraderie and uh, doing solo, solo stuff is, it's, I like it, but at the same time, I kind of hate it because I don't have that, you know, I don't have that, uh, that backing to catch me, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I definitely learned, learned a lot in those eight years, nine years, a lot of things happened, you know, uh, like I've mentioned previously, my best friend had passed away, Plan B. Yeah. So that was a rough time. He passed away in oh in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. So you know, from oh eight to oh to twenty thirteen, it was it was kind of weird doing shows without him. Yeah. Um, yeah. It felt weird writing songs without him. So it didn't feel like we were we were whole like a whole group because we actually had four MCs and a DJ in my in my, my group. Yeah. Um, it was it was uh, me, myself, uh, Stick Up Kid, my cousin. Plan B, and we had another fourth member, MC, uh, Grease Monkey, and uh, a DJ, DJ Sayout. So uh, we had a, a legit crew. It yeah. was a, a pretty pretty close unit. We all knew each other for a long time, and um, yeah. it was it was a uh, it was it was there was a lot of ups and downs. You know what I mean? I mean, I learned a lot in those those years as far as personal dealing with personal things. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cool. and I guess when you're in a group you can also bounce ideas off each other as well so i, I guess that helps in that sense oh yeah definitely that, that's that's a huge thing too as far as five like vibing off each other um being able to uh throw ideas back and forth to each other you know when i'm by myself it's like all right what are you gonna write about <laughs> you know yeah yeah, yeah. we throw ideas too you're just sitting there looking in the mirror like okay dude what are you gonna do <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I think we've we've been in touch with that yeah, for a few times. <laughs> Excellent. So you're currently working on a new EP. Tell us about about this. Well, um, it's going to be a seven track EP. I'm doing with a um, a buddy, a close friend of mine here who lives in Yuma. Also, he's a MC and a producer. Um, his name is J Master Ortiz. Um, he's He's probably about seven, eight years younger than me, so he's kind of a younger dude, but he knows the stuff. He's really talented. He's a smart dude. He knows his he knows his uh his uh, history of hip hop. So he's not like one of these new newer kids, or you know, we're not gonna get into that. <laughs> yeah, we're doing seven tracks. I have uh, they're all written. I've only recorded two of them. I kind of been um, kind of been not. I don't want to say lazy, but kind of playing it safe with the whole COVID thing. You know, it's, you know yeah. uh, but we've gotten a lot more cases here in my city, so I'm trying to keep it safe. Yeah. Um, so I haven't really recorded as much as I wanted to, but uh, we'll get back to it as soon as it starts chilling out with the whole COVID thing. But yeah, the album is, or not, it's not really an album, it's an EP, I'm sorry. I'm um, excited about it. It's a lot of, uh, 
a lot of different topics that I'm, I'm touching on. Um, some personal things as far as, I mean, I always tend to get into personal, personal writings. Yeah. Um, topics. Um, talking about dealing with my anxiety, with my depression. Um, dealing with, the, you know, t today's society, things like that. Uh, today's music, the way it sounds, you know, just touching on that too. Yeah, um, yeah. They're different topics, but um, they all come together somehow and they, they you know, Mama is treating me to breakfast. Yep, let me see your phone. Huh? Look here. I download this McDonald's app because when you buy any bagel sandwich like the steak, egg, and cheese bagel, you get one free. Wait, you just bought that on my phone. That's right. Now that you got McDonald's money, you could treat Mama. <laughs> okay, Ma, you got it. Valid for product of equal or lesser value. Valid through 10-222 at participating McDonald's. Valid one time per day. App download and registration required. Okay. Yeah, it sounds like it's almost like what people need to hear. Yeah. Because you're touching on topics that is so important right it's now. So relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I try I mean I try to I try to do it with every every project I put out, you know, I try to stay current and relevant to the times as far as what's going on in the world or what's going on in my life or, you know, whatever's going on just in general. Yeah. That sounds yeah. that sounds good. So I'm just gonna move on to you, of course. Well, I say recently because the years have gone by so fast. But you know, you're a family man and you're making music. How are you finding this balance? And do you take some of that inspiration for some of your work as well? Oh, definitely. Um, when it comes to writing, I mean, my family is a big part of my inspiration. I mean, if it weren't for them, I honestly wouldn't be here because I wasn't going down a great path, you know, back in the day. So, I mean, for them to be in my life, to have a wife and two beautiful children, I mean, it's 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 a blessing. It really is. And I know it sounds cliche because most people are like, oh, yeah, my kids are good life. You're a blessing. No, I genuinely mean that when I say it. It's, it's uh, definitely... They've been great, and I'm glad, so glad they're in my life, and they're definitely part of who I am and what I write. You know, they, they inspire me. And, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to, it's, I can't lie, it's hard to balance. Yeah. I mean, I work, I work 50 hours plus sometimes a week, depending on my, you know, my workload. I work for the Army, so, mm. I mean, uh, we're doing different different kind of testing. So it depends on my schedule. I might be working 60 hours a week, one week, 50 the next week, but you know, typically it's 40, but still, I mean, working 40 hours a week, coming home with your family, trying to keep up with the family and then music. I mean, it's, it's a juggling act for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, worth it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's really inspirational yeah. that, you know, because that's your thing and you're still able to keep that going. And of course, you know, COVID to one side, you know, we're all going through that lull period. If we feel like, oh, I just can't be bothered today. That's just normal. We're human. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you're keeping that going alongside your, your job and balancing family, you know, kudos to you. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Definitely. Thank you. Do you find though that um, doing your music actually keeps you going in terms of working the long hours and trying to balance everything that you know the inspiration behind obviously the writing and everything it gives yeah. you yeah it gives you that buzz 
of keeping going so yeah this is the passion that i've got and and just gets you through each day absolutely absolutely because to me uh music is it's always been a natural high to me mm. you know uh, it's always kept me balanced as well in life i mean it's my it's kind of like my uh my own personal uh, psych psychologist, I guess you could say, you know, where I, I can write down my feelings and and not feel embarrassed about them, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, and be able to put it out there to people. So yeah, it's definitely, uh, definitely it helps with everything in life, I think. It's just, uh, it just feels feels good. It's a, I don't do drugs, you know, so it's one definitely a natural high and it feels, it makes you feel, I, just, I don't know, it's hard to, it's really hard to explain to put in the words, but it just yeah. makes you feel something good inside yeah definitely yeah, yeah. i yeah. think it's almost like that that therapy that everyone needs you mm. know we've all got our interests and hobbies for yourself making music gives you that it's yeah, yeah. it's a feeling yeah. rather than but i can't put words to it, it. <laughs> yeah you're it. Yeah. yeah euphoric therapeutic you know it, yeah it's, it's good for the soul <laughs> definitely yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. that's good so, yeah exactly <laughs> that Awesome. So what would you say has been the highlight of your music career to date? Well, I'd say it's a two-way tie. Um, the first thing would be, um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of uh, the MC Master Ace. He's really big in the States. Uh, he's pretty big in Europe, too. Um, he started out in the 80s with a, a group called the Juice Crew. They're, mm -hmm. they're uh, pretty elite rappers back in the day. Um, but he's been doing music ever since the 80s. But... Uh, one of probably one of my biggest influences as far as my writing style um, with him. And I got to actually open up for him a few years ago and meet him and talk to him after my set. And him telling me that he dug my set was oh, just wow. insane. Like my head was like, it yeah. Was, yeah. I was about <laughs> nine times 10. Like it was yeah. insane. Yeah. Tell me that, you know, the guy I looked up to ever since I was, you know, a seven year old that he, he, you know, that was a good set man good good music i like it i dig your beats i dig your lyrics and it was just oh, that's so wow. good it's just real life definitely one of my biggest um biggest uh what's the word i'm looking for i guess achievements yeah achievements. Mm, yeah. yeah but yeah that was one of them and the second one would that would probably be the um the album i put out in 2013 Mm -hmm. uh, it was called the Euro Sessions, um, and um, that was it. Featured nothing but uh, producers from Europe, so all the producers were weren't even from America. They're from Europe. I never met any of the guys. Mm -hmm. They had sent me beats, and we did a whole project to it. And uh, <laughs> be able to have that on major platforms like iTunes and Spotify and Google Music, and you know all these major platforms that you can download music from. Uh, it was just amazing to um, to see the the sales that I was getting. Yeah. Not even in America, like it was over in Europe. I mean, these exactly. people were buying Germany, all over uh, London, just That's all. It's insane. It was insane to me because Apple sends you a a, a sales pr uh, report, and it tells you what what the, if they downloaded the whole album mm -hmm. or just a, you know a single song but it'll show you what city that they actually, what it was purchased from. And it was insane to see that people from Europe were buying my music. People yes. have never met before. It was, it was, it's completely insane. I mean, to this day, I'm like, 
what the heck? I'm just some dude from Yuma. Like, I'm from Arizona. <laughs> yeah. And there's people buying my, my music in Europe. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. That's brilliant, yeah. though. It, it just shows. Yeah. Yeah. Music can travel so far. Mm -hmm. And you'd always think, and I think that's the same even with us. At first of all, it's like, okay, maybe we should just do things locally. But then you start to hit these other places in the world, different time zones, even. Mm. But it can always build that connection, um, which is, I think, is brilliant. And yeah, definitely yeah. a proud moment there. Touch someone's soul. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's still, it's still surprising me. To, to, I mean, how many years later? I started in 2005, and 15 years later, I'm still, it's, it's sometimes I don't even believe it's real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. For that to happen. I just never, I never pictured that when I first started, you know, to, to go from just writing rhymes to, oh crap, I got it. I got people buying my music all over the world. It's just insane. It's, it's a crazy, crazy time to be alive right now. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, more people are going to hear um, about you, J. Wim, if, you know, through this interview as well. So there's going to be more. Well, down there's there's, more, yeah, there's more, sales. more sales coming your way. Be ready for that iTunes. Um, itinerary of all the countries sales covered sales yeah <laughs> <laughs> excellent so for anyone who is looking to pursue a career as a rapper or they want to go into mc or even start a freestyle what would be the free tips that you would offer to them um don't start <laughs> give up and move on <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to be like, yeah, okay, okay just <laughs> <laughs> Went from being super positive to negative. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I mean, it is a tough, it's a tough uh, venture to get into as far as uh, making it a career. I mean, I wouldn't say I really had a career. It was more of a love for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never really made a lot of money off of it. I made some, a few bucks here and there, but I would tell them to, <clears throat> excuse me, I tell them to prepare themselves mentally. Um, there's going to be some letdown. There's going to be some tough times. You know, you're not going to, not going to be someone's uh, cup of tea. You know what I mean? As far as the uh, sound of your music. But if you, if you, if you build yourself up mentally, prepare yourself, tell yourself, you know, got to get up, keep going, you know, keep moving on. I would tell them to just prepare for that kind of situation, situations. Um, yeah. Practice, <laughs> practice, practice, practice because the practice is very important if you want to stay consistent if you want to stay on top of your game if you want to um, uh, continue to progress you got to practice and that's 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 what i always did was practice i always practice and um, i mean the third thing i tell them was have fun with it definitely have fun because at the end of the day it's supposed to be fun that's the way it started i mean the history of hip-hop was fun it was it was freaking street street block parties, you know, it was fun. Have fun with it. Don't take it too serious, you know. Don't 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 get caught up in the craziness. Just have fun with it. Yeah. And that's what I'm doing. I'm going back to having fun with it. That's why mm -hmm. I'm back to writing because I was like, you know what? I need to get have fun again. <laughs> so I having fun with writing my music. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, because you've got to enjoy it, you know, otherwise the passion dies. So yeah. yeah. And you don't want to start dreading going to the studio or dreading oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. That was me years ago. I, I, I woke up and it was just like, this is not, it's not even enjoyable anymore. Mm. Becoming a, you know, at the time, 
it was becoming a headache because it felt like it was work. It's not supposed to be work, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You're really supposed to. You're supposed to be able to uh, have some, have a little bit of enjoyment out of it, not just feel like it's a constant grind or a headache. You know what I mean? And that's how I felt. That's why I quit for such a long time. I was just, I was completely done with it. I, I didn't have any passion for it. I wasn't inspired by anything, and it was just wasn't fun anymore. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, you know, we're so glad that you've now got back into it. You've reassessed, and now you're having fun with it because that is the beauty. I think, especially being in the creative industry, music, film, art, whatever it is you have to have fun with it. Creativity is about having fun and mm. being happy. You know, you ha it's therapy whilst you're, you're, you're releasing and, and that's and that's basically what it's there for. So yeah, yeah. excellent. And I, I think it was that. good that you took that break yeah. um, when, while you weren't enjoying it and then came into it with a fresh perspective where you can actually- you want to put up half, excuse my, my, my French, but half-assed music, mm. you know what I mean? You any kind of lame just forced music or any kind of art it doesn't matter what kind of art it is it could be anything it could be painting it could be exactly good you don't want to put out that stuff that's not even up to par you know yeah yeah, yeah. no that's excellent so this is the moment to plug yourself j1 <laughs> um so where can our viewers go to find out more about you and your upcoming ep well, <clears throat> there's a, a website called bandcamp.com. Okay. You know, like this one time at Bandcamp type yeah. of thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but not quite. No, it's uh, my website um, for that is, uh, well, it's my link. It's jworm.bandcamp.com. Okay. I'll, I'll be, um, I'm going to upload the project once it's completed. I'll put it up there. It's going to be free. I'm not going to charge anybody from, from my music. It's, uh, I have ton of free music on that on that link um so feel free to go and check it out and download for free but it'll it'll be a free free uh, ep it's only seven songs so i don't feel like i need to charge anybody for it um <clears throat> maybe later on i'll change it to you know five bucks or something i don't know but i just want to get it out there really um it's important to me to get it out to people that want to hear it um and also facebook facebook uh, just type in, um, search J-Worm Rockwell and my stupid face will pop up in the profile picture and there you go. I have two pages actually. I have a music page and then I have my, my personal, um, you know, my personal public page, I guess you could say. You can request me. Uh, I, I take requests from anybody that's willing to listen to my music. So <laughs> feel free. But those are the two major, uh, I guess, platforms you could say that you can find my, my stuff on. Perfect. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much, J1. It's really insightful. I'm definitely inspired. Are you inspired? Yeah. Yeah. Stick with poetry. Stick with poetry first and then we'll see where we go. Maybe we'll submit. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we'll submit some of her poetry to you and you can see what you can do with it. That'd be awesome. I'd love to read some of that. Amazing. Oh, I'll send it. <laughs> but yeah, thank you again for being a guest on the show. Yeah, um, it's been it's been brilliant. Thanks yeah. again. Thank you guys. I appreciate the opportunity again, and uh, let's keep it up, huh? Let's keep doing uh, the yeah, rhyme entertainment. Definitely. I, I, the interviews are really good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we said it as we always do. It was 
inspirational, yeah, empowering, it and was, we had fun. And I just like, I'm gonna just like start rapping. Oh my gosh, my name is Ria. And <laughs> no, no, stop! <laughs> don't embarrass yourself, please. Don't embarrass me. Anyway, I'll stick to um, poetry. <laughs> yeah, let's stick to poetry. Like we said, but it was submit. inspiring. It was definitely inspiring, and. You know, Jay Worm has given us so many tips, mm. including not to start. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> he tells <laughs> us about the reality of exactly, it. and, and I think that's great. important. Yeah, and the fact, you know, again, the discussion about having fun in what you do. Mm. There's nothing worse in treating something that you enjoy so much as a job. It's not a job. It's your creativity. It's your passion. So yeah, enjoy it. You should love it. Definitely. Mm. It is hard at times, but, you know, again, think about your whys. Yeah. yeah. Coach. And your passion yeah. is going to get you through those hard times. Definitely. But, yeah, so make sure you head over to Bandcamp. Bandcamp? Oh, gosh, no. Now, <laughs> yeah, anyway, head over to jworm.bandcamp.com. Make sure you, you know, stay alert, you on alert for um, his new EP, which will be uploaded there. Make sure you check out Facebook or head over to Instagram, follow, uh, send a friend request, whatever, to Jay Worm. He's a really, really lovely person who, you know, again, it's all about the music. So go and yeah, share that passion. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, he deserves our support um, and... If you know, just check his music out. Absolutely, just listen to the lyrics and listen Definitely. to the meaning behind it. Um, all these and there's songs. some really, really, really good stuff. Yeah, and there, um, again, you know, from ages ago, listening to his stuff, he's really have. He's he's a he's an excellent freestyler rapper, whatever you kids are calling it these days. But anyway, we're gonna let you head over to social media, go and follow him. And whilst you're following him, follow us. follow us so you can get us on at Rhyme Entertainment Official or at Sisters underscore in underscore rhyme. And how do we spell rhyme? R-I-M-E. And also we're on Twitter as well, at Rhyme underscore Ent. So, Ent, yes. You've got to pronounce the T. Ent. <laughs> anyway she's really weird <laughs> yep yeah, okay wish me luck guys after we shut this down i'm gonna hang out with her for the rest of the evening we're in lockdown <laughs> anyway take care guys and we'll see you again this month to get back up on the a stable job is on bed instead of sleeping on the street he used to be a big baller businessman CEO no money to fall back I'm planted no seed to grow doomsday hit his bank account when it reached zero couldn't believe his own eyes he used to be the hero no more money flashing cause the economy is crashing his business and colleagues took a pretty rough lashing people losing jobs left and right employees are slashing hard working taxpayers and our government are clashing he was blindsided by this unexpected crisis in these difficult times he tries his best to stay righteous lost in the gutter with no job feeling lifeless never imagined this picture perfect life what end up like this? this life is a trip and that's how it is each tragedy may vary from mine yours to his so we learn how to deal with events we can't predict or imitating life from these words i depict this life is a trip and that's how it is each tragedy may vary from mine yours to his so we learn how to deal with events we can't predict or imitating life from these words i depict a young man in the army being all he could be signed up at 18 to serve his
After months of reviewing thousands of documents and conducting hundreds of interviews behind closed doors, the House January 6th committee hearings are underway. Tune in to C-SPAN as committee members question key witnesses about what transpired and why during the assault on the U.S. Capitol. Get the hearing schedule on our website at cspan.org and watch our coverage on the free C-SPAN Now app. Or listen on your smart speaker by saying play C-SPAN Radio. C-SPAN, your unfiltered view of government.